0: Welcome Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights here with John Consano. This is the last part. A lot of times when it winds up being more than 15 minutes and rather than so aggressively edit to keep it within my 15-minute uh, self-imposed time limit to give you a drive time podcast, Monday through Friday. I thought there was still some uh, meat on the bone, a list of impressive sponsors he has. Yet he needs to draw a crowd and uh, the card show element, the dealers need to be pleased. Talked about some ways that could happen. And I hope all shows are great. I think the rising tide lifts all the boats. It'd be great if this was a new show that demonstrated that the hobby has a broad sports appeal and was a good outreach to sports fans and curiosity seekers in in the Portland area and in the Pacific Northwest. So thanks, John, for doing that. Here's the end of our conversation. Again, he'd love to have all of the sponsors of this podcast to be showing up there, but it won't be this year. But if he can build something cool and have twenty thousand attendance, which he wants to have or more, if it becomes a big thing in Portland, who knows? Appreciate his efforts and hope it's a big success. So here's my conversation with John, and enjoy. I noticed that you had some media partners. I, I think that's fabulous because they can promote you and locally and all that. But what would you be offering, like a? my old company came in there and did some authentication, did some grading. Maybe it's just rock card review. When I was in charge, we wanted to wait and see usually and not necessarily be in the first year to get a track record there because we couldn't do everything. What would you want to be pitching to, uh, to Beckett Media?
1: Yeah, I'd be pitching that access and exposure to the audience and collectors and young collectors who aren't in the industry yet. I think It's interesting because I think when I go to shows, I see the same old stuff. And what I really want is, I've got three daughters. I would love for my daughters to get into collecting WNBA cards and other stuff. So I think access to younger collectors, access to audience, older collectors. With Beckett, we're not making money on this. This is for charity. So local 501c3s that help with kids' sports, and we've got a real homeless problem in downtown Portland. One of the beneficiaries is an organization that puts people who are houseless uh, into, into housing and helps them transition. So this isn't a get rich show. This is a, let's bring a great event to Portland, a very different event that isn't a static, same old a hundred tables in a convention center, you know, hotel. Let's bring a real interactive experience that makes people want to come back year after year, but you're right. Year one, it's hard to sell. Okay.
0: Let me just say this: I still have my last name, but I do not run the company anymore. And so, (laughs) I I don't think they're going to do it. It's short notice now. Yeah, yeah. I think if they wanted to, I don't think they would. But let me let's skin the cat a different way. That is, if you were to pitch the dealers, that that this is a first-time show. It's going to be exciting. We want to let people know they can bring their stuff if they have stuff. This is an ideal situation for them to bring their cards, and they'll get a free appraisal. In fact, the appraisal will be that the dealers will be willing to potentially buy. You bring your cards, grading and authentication is for the high-end stuff and the memorabilia, but for the the -the run-of-the-mill cards, people just may have a box of cards. And if you just say, you just bring in your cards, you're going to have a chance, because there haven't been any major shows, I don't think, in in Portland for quite a while. So you're going to have a chance to have a competitive process to get free appraisals, And to potentially sell your cards there. So dad, you can bring your cards or or kids, whatever. Beckett Media, I'm pretty sure will not be there. But PWCC does a lot of those things. They basically have their own version of grading where they do their eye appeal stuff. They would appraise. If somebody walked up to their booth and said, I've got these cards, they might take them. The people will be happy with PWCC Mm -hmm. compared to... In many cases, trying to do their own thing on eBay if they don't have a lot of feedback. And so PWCC's built a very nice business in the high end. If somebody walks up with a graded card to them, they're going to say, we could handle this, and here's our value proposition, and we're one of the sponsors. Or they could say, we're not going to handle this because we really are looking for cards that are $50 and up. I don't think they're really doing memorabilia. But if somebody walked up with some nice memorabilia and went to the PWCC, Jesse or one of those guys, they're going to get on the phone and say, hey, I got a live one here. They know who the big buyers are. I'm not trying to make trouble or work for PWCC, but they're an aggressive organization. They're right there and they're already on your team. Yeah. And so if you don't have Beckett or PSA or any of these others, make lemonade with what you got. And uh, I can say the dealers even would be willing to give appraisals. Every dealer is excited when somebody comes there. If they don't like it, it's going to take 30 seconds if they think, hey, this could be really good, they'll spend some time and and hopefully, and they can't take advantage of the person completely because there's another 50 or 60 dealers around the corner where say, hey, you offer somebody a hundred bucks for something that's worth a thousand. So pitching your dealers that they're going to be walk-ins, that was the huge thing back in the early days of card shows, that people would walk in with their collections and wonder what they're worth. Dealers would say, I'm not interested, or I am interested, or here's what I'd offer. And then they'd go shopping around and come back and say, your 500 bucks was the best I got. Uh, Everything's still intact. Uh, Can we still do the deal? That'd be some enthusiasm. And there's a bunch of people out there, even if they're not collectors, they have some cards in their closet. You said about getting the right collectors there. Mm -hmm. If you're an advanced collector, PWCC is going to be there. And you're going to be able to talk to those people leisurely and visit with all the other dealers and see what's there. If you're a casual collector, this is going to be a great opportunity to find out more what's going on because you've heard the buzz. If you're a non-collector, there's going to be seminars that are going to help you. And for the non-collectors that just are interested in sports, they're not second-class citizens. They're potentially future collectors. But if they never collect, they're still part of the ecosystem. So I would make sure that this is very welcoming. One of the shows I did on my podcast was trying to figure out how do you make shows non-collector female-friendly. Mm -hmm. So if it's the mom, she has no interest in sports or no interest in collectibles, but interested in their husband and their sons or daughters that are pulling them there. Do you have, is there a mom-centric seminar for a non-collector of just collecting 101? Are are there comfortable chairs? I don't know how old your kids are, but $16 for a day of babysitting. I've not found any babysitters that do one kid, much less three kids for 16 bucks. So this is going to be something that'd be fun. And it's cheap babysitting that, that the sons and daughters are going to say, that was fun. But does the mom have to be there? Can the mom drop off and go do something else and know that the kid is is going to be okay?
1: Yeah, and that was, the, I think, one of the points of emphasis when we made the show in general have broad appeal is we wanted something for everyone. We want mom to walk in the room and see what Columbia is doing and see what Portland Gear is doing and see what Dutch Bros is doing for an activation and go, hey, there's something for me here, too. That was the genesis of the show and it's going to be really different and it will be really interesting. Portland needs an event. The city's image has been battered and we need something that, and we have city hall and city leaders on board with supporting the event. Families can attend and everyone can leave going, hey, that was a great time.
0: I, I applaud that. That's not just noble. I think it's good business. Each of these sponsors is trying to put their best foot forward and they're not necessarily trying to write a lot of business as much as giving back and having brand awareness.
1: Some of the vendors are going to be doing giveaways. We need to do a better job of sort of- Well, if you
0: organize that and you make the giveaways, not necessarily raffles like door prizes, or everybody Mm -hmm. has to register and they get a ticket and a number, and then you're somehow drawing numbers or drawing names, then you've got the mailing list. And if there's an hourly drawing rotational through your your different uh, sponsors, again, they're not gonna have a good time if they don't come. If they do come, then they're probably going to have a good time. But if the weather's great in Portland, they're going to want to be down by the river or something. I didn't notice anything that you're going to have on NFTs. You talked about the NIL, but I think NFTs there's a buzz. Portland's a pretty progressive place. This is something that's happening, and it's confusing. But to have somebody that addresses that in a panel, you you may have some interesting content. Are you going to market it in terms of recording it or packaging it?
1: Yeah, we're going to record it. We had talked with. To providers on the West Coast of the content and repurposing it as, hey, maybe these panel discussions will be so rich in content that we can turn that into content for somebody on one of the regional sports networks.
0: John, if you had something where you were encouraging people to bring in their collections to get them appraised and Mm -hmm. possibly even bought on the spot, Mm -hmm. then you could have poorer attendance than what you want. And the dealers could be ecstatic once they bought some stuff you're going to be able to cash in your unwanted sports stuff of collect and memory. And I know you're saying you would like to have the ability for them to grade it, to authenticate it, mm-hmm. but dealers don't care about that. They'd rather buy it ungraded and unauthenticated if it's untouched from the original collector, because then they're going to pay less. Yeah. And so make lemonade out of that and tell okay. the dealers, be ready to, yeah. to buy. We don't know what's going to happen, but I'm encouraging the people to bring in their stuff. The other thing that is huge now is the trade night concept. Hmm. Saturday night is gigantic. It's not so much a money maker for the promoter, but it is so much enthusiasm and it really helps draw the crowd. So after the show is over, there's informal trading and it's mostly supposed to be trading without a lot of money changing hands and people are, you know, having a beer or something so it's very collegial and casual, something like that. And people come more for that in some cases than they do for the show. It's a
1: good point. I like that.
0: So anything you can do to build enthusiasm and mm-hmm. again your website, it's not over promising if you're going to deliver. Yeah. And I think you have willing sponsors that want to provide a great experience and articulating that almost everything you said I've done, but not under one roof. And you got a chance to do this on Father's Day with my son or daughter watching me miss a field goal. Yeah. I was one for two last time. And now I didn't know what I could do. I, I just really don't even want to embarrass myself. But yeah, 20 years ago, I could kick a field goal.
1: What are we looking for in year one in order to be able to turn around and sell this, I think, on a larger scale to a company like Beckett as, hey, we'd love to have you participate in year two? What markers are we looking for here?
0: I think you're asking the wrong question. Basically, you want Beckett to contact you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't want to contact them. They need to hear from somebody that says you need to be there. In fact, the best thing, if PSA was there, then BGS would say, hey, we need to be there too. PWCC has a vault. It's Beckett Media now is having a vault that they're in the process of building. The world of sports cards and memorabilia, there's just a lot of people making big bets. Don't worry about other cities. Do the best you can here. Learn from it. Say what you mean. Do what you say. You can't promise how many people are going to be there, but you can promise, here are the kinds of marketing initiatives we're doing. Here are the partners that we have, uh, especially these local uh, non-profits who would love to see a lot of people in the room. If, if you got to fly to Dallas to convince them, then you're already down. If you had some people that were video blogging from the show mm-hmm. floor, you, you could actually have some influential. If you get Ryan Nolan to come, who goes to card shows all over the country and just does these video blogs about him. If you had him there on Saturday and he posted his stuff, you might have increased attendance on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you have influencers and Instagrammers and things like that are saying, hey, I was at the show here on Saturday and it was terrific, great atmosphere, and people were blowing off steam going to the other room and doing this, and then they come back to, to buy some cards or trade or something. There's a philosophy in the hobby that in the past, jack-of-all-trade shows are hit and miss. Once they hit and get their own identity, then they're good, but, but establishing that identity is not immediate. You have to say, this is going to be the best card show in Oregon in June, maybe in the summer. You need to be able to say that. We have the key mm-hmm. dealers in the area. We've got PWCC, who doesn't set up, and a lot of stuff. And they're going to be very accessible, very accommodating. They're going to have some coupons for how to get uh, plugged in with them. They'll rate the eye appeal of your good cards. They're smart. They're relational. They, they're going to want to, somebody's got good cards, they, they want to be on speed dial. For that. And then the the Beckett Medias, the, the Heritage Auctions, the Goldens, the PSAs, all these other brands. Those would be nice to have, but like I said, not that you're going to be arrogant, but you say, I got Nike and I got the Trailblazers and I got Columbia. We'd like to have you if you want to come. It's, it's going to be a great party. It's going to be fun and profitable. And then if you got to twist their arm, I, I just think it's not good to twist their arm. Just do a great job this year. And then be able to do an even greater job the next year. Ken, John, I can't promise that Father's Day is going to work for you. It, it, it might be yeah. fabulous and it might not. Yeah. Post it in your various places. It was too narrative descriptive and not marketing push. It just has to be the place. It's like middle school kids. You get middle school kids to come to a party by saying, who else is going to be there? Yeah. You can't miss it. All the cool kids are going to be there. You got to be there. Are you going to be there? Who else is going to be there? Well, you tell them you got the cool kids at your party, John. It's going to be a fun event. And I'll, you know, I'll consider it in future years. Keep up the good work. And the only thing tougher than being a part-time promoter is being a full-time promoter. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you got your hands full, but it's very rewarding yeah. if you get people at the yeah. end of the weekend saying, thank
1: you for doing this. I can't wait yeah. for next year. So that that's what yeah. you're looking for. I would love sometime to have you on my show. Uh, I've had Ken Burns and some others, and I just love having these conversations. And uh, sometime down the road, let's...
0: The fact that you're blending these things together is is very positive. I don't know that it's going to work as well as you'd like, but it's a worthy attempt. And I hope it's a home run for you.